The psychedelic revolution is coming, and it may transform the way we treat depression and addiction. It's also raising profound questions about the very nature of consciousness and reality itself. You inhale the substance, and then within five to 10 seconds, everything becomes black, and you go down into this tunnel, this black tunnel, and the last thing I remember is that holy sh what have I got myself into here? There was a feeling of intense quiet, and then a feeling of a big feathery wing swooping over me. Ooh. And I felt like I was swooning in it. I'm Steve Paulson, the executive producer of To the Best of Our Knowledge, and I'm really excited to introduce you to Luminous, a new podcast series about the philosophical and cultural implications of this psychedelic renaissance, and why many scientists and psychiatrists believe psychedelics are changing lives. When you talk about them, they can sound stupid. Oh, I felt one with the universe. Yeah, you and everybody else, right? <laughs> but if you feel it a certain way, yeah, all of a sudden you realize, oh, I'm part of something larger. And that's a very powerful antidepressant. We'll meet the pioneering scientists in this field, like Roland Griffiths. He did some of the first studies using psilocybin to treat end-of-life anxiety in cancer patients, and then got his own diagnosis. You asked your cancer questions during your LSD journey. I did. And I did this repeatedly over the course of almost 12 hours. And then I asked, well, what's going on here? Do I have to die? <laughs> and the answer was, yeah, this is the way it's supposed to be. Today, the push is on to medicalize psychedelics and win FDA approval. But bringing these powerful molecules into clinics and labs is complicated and really fraught given their history. We can't tell the true history of psychedelics without acknowledging the plight of indigenous peoples, right? It was through the American Indian Religious Freedom Act that we even got our right to practice in ceremony and sit with peyote. Outside of plant medicines, which indigenous peoples refer to instead of psychedelics as the Western world does, this has always been a way of our life that was taken from us. How can we decolonize psychedelics? How can we use them ethically and responsibly? And what do they tell us about the nature of consciousness? If you want to explain mystical experience, you're confronted with a question of whether it's all happening inside your head or connecting to some kind of cosmic consciousness. And if you really push to the edges of science and what we can know about things like near-death experiences, or even experiences, usually on hallucinogens, where plants seem to be talking to us, they nearly all come down to questions about the relationship between brain and mind, between the physical world and what you might call the inside of the universe. And psychedelics are front and center here. That's why so many people who study psychedelics are now tripping themselves, even though they don't always want to talk about it publicly. And one other thing, in case you're wondering, yes, I've taken psychedelics myself, not many times, but enough to know how mind-blowing they are, and also how challenging these experiences can be. So stay tuned. Every few weeks, we'll drop a new episode. Some will be an hour long with several in-depth interviews. Others will be shorter. You'll find all these episodes and more at ttbook.org luminous. And I hope you'll subscribe to the podcast feed. <laughs>